Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. The home stops. He throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Welcome to the Jordan and Jake podcast. We're sponsored, Jake, as you know, by Ortho Carolina. Jake, how you doing? You've been off last week. You're obviously bad luck, and I'm good luck. You were off last week. Uh, how's the body feel after a bye? Body feels great. Uh, I have an extra bye again this week, and I'm glad you decided to. I'm glad you decided to bring the energy. Uh, I don't know if it's a West Coast thing because when uh-huh. you went to New York, you brought no energy whatsoever. So yeah, it was. Rough. I'm just saying what that that was the general sentiment from everybody involved with the Panthers. You you just you weren't <laughs> ready. You, you didn't bring it. I was underprepared. So, I'm. I'll tell you what, bud. There's a lots of good things to talk about. What a difference a week makes, right? Um, but if you don't mind, I got to give you a little update on my body. Okay, so I'd love. I'd love to hear it. Okay. Uh, two days ago, I'm in the weight room at the house here doing some squats, warming up. I'm only on like 135 pounds. Nothing big on the bar. I go down. Bam! I get that pop in the low back, and I say, "Oh." one of those right (laughs) (laughs) and i I get back up and i rack it and i'm going oh oh it's like take you know like you got that disc or whatever happens hits a nerve and everything just goes and that's the sound it makes it clenches up right so obviously rule number one when you get injured is what jake don't panic it's don't 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 panic. panic don't panic so this has happened numerous times. Worst one ever was getting in my car after a Monday night football game uh, back in like 08. But so you you know, don't panic. Everything will be fine eventually. But I do that. Oh, 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 because you're just waiting. You know how those back things go. Like it, it continues to tighten and you just wonder how far down this road you're going to go. Right. So I survive it. I got this little routine I put in place over the years to like get it going again, you know, like doing some deadlifts with like, it sounds crazy, but like with really light weight to kind of flush some blood into that area. And I'm now two days later, I was feeling pretty darn good. Okay. All right. So this is a long story, but I think you're going to like it. So now football season, high school football season's over, but now I'm the JV boys basketball coach. Did you know this? Are you the head guy? Are you are head? You the I'm the head oh. JV boys basketball coach. This is my first time coaching high school basketball. I've only done middle school and, and AAU. Okay. Well, we had our first practice. We had work tryouts and stuff over the weekend, uh, Saturday before I went to Arizona and then, um, had cut. So yesterday was our first actual practice as the JV, right? So these guys are all like pretty darn talented, fundamental basketball players. But what we lack is like just aggression and getting the green light for these guys to go dominate. You know what I mean, Jake? And that's kind of like what you see everywhere. So I dropped the kids off at school this morning, like, you know, 30 minutes ago. And I'm driving back. I was like, you know what? I need to get these boys to like, we need to, I need to talk to them about a battle cry or like a, like just like getting, tapping into that carnal aggression that all of us have, but it's just so subdued from the world we live in right now, you know? So I'm driving in the car by myself. Remember, my back's feeling pretty good now, 48 hours <laughs> later. And I like, they just need to, and I'm thinking this to myself, right? As I'm driving, drinking my coffee, and I'm like, they just need to be like, and I, yeah, I unleash it. I unleash like my biggest battle cry in the car by myself. Bam! Hit the, it locks the back up again. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> so so then I go, I go, no, actually I did like a chee-hoo, which is like what all the Polynesian guys would do at Utah. So I go, oh, oh, <laughs> and then it seized up my back. So now I'm back. I'm not back to square one. I'm like halfway back. I reset it, but that's the kind of stuff I do to myself all the time, Jake. Okay, did you go on get on the side of the road and do some easy no. lifts to get it back? Okay, I wasn't well, sure. what's rule number right. one? I didn't panic, all right, and I didn't got panic. home and moved around. I'll be fi- it'll be fine by the time this podcast is over. But I just had to share that with you. That's the kind of that's like a daily that kind of stuff happens to me all the time because I just in my own worst enemy, I swear. Uh, now, so the Arizona game, it was awesome. I get there, I get in late because we have basketball, so I didn't get to the hotel till like nine thirty on Saturday night. Decide I'm gonna go across street uh to get some food by myself late dinner i go out of the hotel up pulls like a black suv you know uber or whatever oh door opens gross out pops cam newton right what's up man <laughs> cam said like right off the bat you know so i'm thinking like what a funny uh, couple of days to go to now i'm meet, greeting cam jake he was so happy i hadn't seen him you know in a couple of years obviously he was so happy to be there and he was riding with robbie and dj they'd gone out to eat or whatever the kid was it was like christmas seriously the guy was just so ju- like jo- joyful to be there and it showed on the field what were your what were your thoughts on that arizona game and that whole situation how it unfolded with cam and pj and all that so when we taped last week there was the uh initial reporting of the panthers meeting and so we didn't know if he was going to be signed and then sure enough boom he gets signed and this is what i took out the whole deal when i watched the on panthers.com when i would watch some of the interviews with the players on thursday excuse me and or friday everybody when the initial question was asked the ones that knew cam you know be a dj and and whoever and they asked about what were your initial thoughts or when cam walked in the building they all chuckled and had this huge grin it was like he was so well respected and they loved him when they, he was a teammate and it just it was like man they're so excited for this guy to be back and I, and I was thinking to myself that weekend I know he can't play many plays it has to be a short yardage goal line type of package but how great will that be for a defense to have to worry about this and a new quarterback in PJ and what the juice he's going to bring and right away Hassan boom sack fumble recovery we get down to the one and I, the thing I love more than anything was the third down play when we're inside the 15-yard line and Christian's one-on-one with Isaiah Simmons, the, what, ninth or tenth overall pick last year. Christian, boom, beats him, gets down to the one, and here comes Cam. And I'm saying to myself, you know we're running power. I mean, we're, yep. we're running him. <laughs> and one, two, three guys into the end zone. And what did it for me was Christian McCaffrey. As soon as Cam oh. crossed the end zone, Christian was directly behind him. He jumped up and he gave like the, I don't know what, I don't think he was, was a dance move. I don't, it was like the, the weekend at Bernie's. Like You know what it was, like Jake? Bernie's sitting on the boat. It, what? it was a battle. It was a battle cry. That's exactly what it was. It was and he probably and his hurt his back. Tighten up. Well, his probably didn't. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in a little bit different demographic than I am right now. Yeah. No, that's... When does Christian act like that? Never. I know. And it was just like, man, how, what better way to start? And it just kind of built from there. And I just think, look, to go on the road, you're playing the eight and one football team. And I understand Hopkins wasn't there. I understand Kyler Murray, but this is the same team that went to San Francisco and destroyed him the week prior. Um, So it's a good football team. 
And to come away with that win, total team effort, total team win, long ride back. Uh, you know how, how great of a feeling was that for that team? And they were like, listen, we're five and five. We're in the thick of it. And we get to come back home and we just – we can – is this the time where we make a run? Because all teams make a run at some point. You know, when, when you make that run. And what better time to make a run – toward the latter part of November into December to position yourself to try to get your foot in the door to get into the dance. I just can't believe what a difference a week makes, Jake. One week ago, we were recording this, and we had to make up the On the Bright Side segment of our podcast to have something decent to talk about. And producer Matt, nice job with the intro music to that segment, by the way. Uh, And now we're saying, can we make a run? Are we going to get back in the playoff hunt? All that stuff. It's its absolutely mind-blowing. Um, I When I see Cam this weekend, I'm going to call the game in Washington. This is going to be an, an amazing an amazing game and atmosphere this weekend in Carolina. But I'm going to – I am going to tell him, hey, bud, easy does it on the uh, penalty the first time you score with your new team. Your thoughts on that, Jake? Well, listen, I understand the 15-yard penalty. I get it. You don't want that. And Cam has said it. Listen, I shouldn't have done that. But how – that's unbridled emotion. I, like you're just, it, it just came out. And the I'm back hollering, one, you knew he was so excited because I didn't recognize his voice when he was saying I'm back. It sounded totally different than the cam <laughs> I've ever listened to. So I just think that's how excited he was. Um, and I guess the thing that I was maybe more proud of, we had to back it up 15 to kick it, and we tackled them on the 30-yard line. So in essence, they gained a plus five. Because usually Zane kicks it in the end zone and they get it on the 25. So it was only a plus five, uh, I guess you could say, advantage in in the total yardage category um, on field position. So really excited about that. No, correct. It wasn't the end of the world. And and, uh, in Coach Rule's presser on Wednesday, he said, I can handle it one time. (laughs) I don't think he wants there to be any more of those penalties after that. Uh, Then he obviously threw the the pass to – um, to, Robbie. to Robbie and scored, yeah, scored his touchdown there. But I, overshadowed and all that, Jake. I just thought PJ did such an awesome job, man. He his pre-snap communication, his poise, his throws look sharp. Uh, he unfortunately for him, this has come on with Cam coming because this could have been an opportunity for him to make a because obviously Coach Rule didn't flat out say it, but you know Cam's going to start this weekend and PJ may have a role in there. But I can't give him enough credit for the job that PJ did on Sunday. How'd you feel about it? I uh, I can't put it better because I just thought his whole approach and listening to his, his, his interviews and even his body language, because I can see it on Panthers.com, you know, watch the interviews. He was generally excited that Cam was going to be there. And just the watch, he operated extremely well. I love the efficiency in and out the huddle. I loved early on some of the quick throws. We got guys involved. I thought that was great. And and listen, there, who knows what's going to happen this weekend? It, yes, I guess you can say we're trending toward Cam will start. But what if what if it's more of a package deal? And what if PJ does get in there for a few drives? I, I just think he's going to be ready. He's going to appreciate that. And the team appreciates him. I, I think that's the thing that I don't think the team was kind of looking like, hey, Cam, come save us, come save us. It's like, no, come help us win because PJ is going to do his part. Our What is it, our seventh O-line combination? You know, they were playing well, and we did a really good job. And I, I, I think – 
it got lost in the fact that Cam came back. But really and truly, P.J. did a great job. Um, yeah, he's 2-0 and as a starter for the Panthers So uh, in the last two years. So you got to appreciate that. What could you expect? So you, you've done this before when you went to Houston, maybe, is, is really the only time that you went into a team during the season, right? How, what's it, you, you show up for Cam as a quarterback. Cam's played a lot of football. A lot of what they're calling on Joe Brady's offense is just different words for similar formations, things like that. How well do you think Cam's going to be able to operate after 10 days in the building, you know, from, by the time this Sunday rolls around with, if you get into a two minute situation or you need, you know, Hey, we're exactly. we, that, that play might, they might review that play. We might not have caught that hurry up. You know, what are we going to run or clocking it or motions? You know, what, what, what's, what can a person expect out of cam if he is the starter? Well, that's the thing that I think we have to, I don't want to say be concerned about, but be cognizant of that. It, this is difficult. It wasn't like there's a history. There's a history in Carolina, but there's not a history in Joe Brady's offense. So the verb, the verbiage, that's the biggest issue with any team, especially a quarterback. If you're just a regular, I don't want to say a regular player, but another position besides quarterback, you can listen to the play in the huddle. Okay, I know what I do on this play. But as the quarterback, you're getting it in on the coach-to-quarterback communication system. You have to relay it into the huddle before the 15-second play clock goes off to, to get it in. Then you want to break the huddle, make sure uh, guys go in the, the set direction they're supposed to go in if you have a shift and our motion and watching the play clock and going through your reads. So there's a ton going on. And my hope is this, is that you get one of these veterans like a Christian um, even, you know, a DJ who's been there a while, even like a Ian Thomas. I mean, he's been in this all, this is year two. Like there might be a, a, a play call where Cam's relaying it back in and it's fuzzy coming in and he might struggle for a second. And that's where one of these veterans can say, Hey, no, no, no. It's, you know, one, two, three, four, seven, eight, five, you know, instead of like <laughs> another different number, like that's difficult. That's hard because the one time I did play, with Houston, I signed there November 30th, had no affiliation with anyone on the team, much less the offense. It was a heavy, heavy worded type of offense. And the one time I did play, it was five weeks in. So I had five weeks to kind of get a background, get a base, but still it's difficult because just that repetition of calling it and spitting it out. And that's why I'm kind of wondering, does PJ still have a pretty strong role in this? Because those situations are very difficult and they're crucial because a two minute situation, like you, like you said, what if it goes to a four minute situation where we have the lead, we're trying to bleed the play clock, um, little things like that or, or end of half plays, end of game plays. Those are many things that you have to factor in. So there's no doubt Cam, this is not a reunion and he's going to visit this restaurant that he went to eat and things like that. He's there <laughs> at dark in the morning. He, he's showing up in, at dark and he's leaving well after dark. I mean, like this is a total grind that I promise you he's going through this week to prepare himself to be the best Cam Newton of the Carolina Panthers 2021 he can be to help this team win. This is difficult. This is not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Well, Ron Rivera is not going to have it easy either, Jake. Obviously, he doesn't have to learn a new offense or anything. But this is the Panthers played last year at Washington and and beat the football team twenty to thirteen. But it was a home game for Washington, and there was no fans there. Ron was going through his cancer treatments, which was obviously a, a massive 
distraction uh, for who his opponent was. You know, I mean, there was more important things in his life than than playing the Panthers. This is so different. And, I mean, you really could not have drawn up a better storyline for Ron Rivera and that entire staff and Marty Herney and all the way down to the strength staff and everybody coming back to Carolina. And now we bring in Cam. And Cam was on their radar a month ago as well. So I, I, whether it was just a design by marketing and the business side of the Panthers to bring him (laughs) back, whatever it was, it was genius. And I was talking to uh, Steve Drummond and uh, Bruce Spate in the press box before the game. And they said that as soon as we signed cam, they sold like 1500 tickets to this game, you know? And so since then it's only gone up and with the performance that they've had, but there's more media at this, this week, my phone and yours probably too. I, I owe a bunch of reporters a callback because my phone's been ringing off the hook about, you know, wanting to get my thoughts on this matchup and all that. How exciting is it going to be at the stadium, Jake? And I'm so glad, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm so glad I'm calling this game. Because it's going to be an environment, almost like a playoff atmosphere, I think, Jake, for this game Sunday. I think you're exactly right. And, I, and Jordan, I'm going to tell the truth here. I'm, I'm P.O. that you're calling this game. Like, I'm disappointed because I wanted to be back in that stadium. I wanted to, like, in between our hits before the game, be down on the sideline when this team comes running out and number one's with this football team. And to see this stadium, how they react to him, how beloved he is, what he was previous on and off the field. So I'm a little – I'm jealous. I, there, there's just no way around it. I, I, I'm upset, Jordan. I, I'm sorry. I'm upset that you're doing it and I'm not. Very well, I, I bet you, I bet you, um, Cam will be received pretty darn well. You know what he did at the end of the last game, Jake? He went and high five the whole row, like bottom row of the fans that the Panther fans that came to Arizona and ran a big old smile, gave everybody a running high five. I mean, it's going to be kids are so excited now because the Panther score, he's going to, he's giving away footballs again, which he did, <laughs> which he did last. You know what was funny though? This was a moment that might have been missed because on TV you couldn't see it. Somebody scored when he wasn't on the field, right? So one of our Panthers scored. And he started, and I was because I watched him a lot on the sidelines with my binoculars. Cam started to run out there to celebrate. And then he like realized, wait, I'm not the starting quarterback, and had to like do the walk of shame back to the sideline because he couldn't <laughs> go participate in that celebration. And then it was cool because that could have been a moment of, you know, selfishness or, well, oh, man, this. And he just waited. He was like like your dog Blue waiting when you come home and they want you to pet them. And they're just like running in circles and, you know, waiting for you to get closer to him. That's how it was. He wanted all those teammates to come over to him so he could figure it out. And he and PJ, they got to work on, like, they're trying to figure out their, you know, celebration, the jump shot thing like him and DA used to do. It's a little awkward. We got some – hopefully they're working on that some this week too because there's – they're not really in sync yet, Jake. Well, I think uh, all that will be taken care of. But, you know, <laughs> like going, looking at the game going into this week, I watched the uh, Washington-Tampa uh, game pretty close because um, it was the earlier game uh, before the Panthers played on Sunday. And I tell you what, this Washington football team, I was impressed. They had some fight. Now, listen, they did lose Chase Young. He's gone with the ACL. Um, Sweat, the other defensive lineman, was put on IR last week with a fractured jaw. So you have two monsters that are not going to be there. Uh, So that obviously is good news for the Panthers. But this team really played well uh, against Tampa, caused turnovers, made Tom look very uncomfortable. But offensively, Taylor Heineke, who spent some time in Carolina, he just got some grittiness to him. 
And the way he played in that drive in the fourth quarter to seal the game, that's a that's a defining moment for a football team. So this is a team that's coming in on a major high in itself. So it's two football teams that truly believe they're, they're trying to give themselves a chance. And listen, I'm so proud of the way the, uh, this offensive line group played last week, um, the way we ran the football and, and, and precision in the passing game. But listen, defensively, uh, our defense has shown up each and every week, really and truly. Uh, besides the Dallas game, I, I, I just thought uh, we bring it, man. We like we bring it. Hassan Reddick, what more can you say? Watching Shaq, watching Dante and Justin Burroughs coming back and Gilmore's playing more. You saw C.J. Henderson. I, I mean, that's I, I just can't say enough about the way our defense is playing. And offensively, if we can just kind of keep some time and possession in our favor, we've got a defense that can keep us in every single football game. No, hundred percent. I was thinking the same thing. All right, we're five and five. It's almost like we just got that first ten games out of the way, and we're all, we're a whole different defense. Like John Miller's coming back. You know, he started working again. I don't expect to see him a bunch this week, but we're getting our O line healthy. Christian's back. We got Cam. Our defense is getting healthy. Gilmore's not even on the injury report. It's like these last seven games, a little mini season. And I don't get surprised if we're the hot team a month from now. I mean, that's a realistic possibility. And again, just phenomenal job by Fitterer. And I got to speak to Dan Morgan for quite a while. It was awesome to see him. Phenomenal job by those guys putting together the team that they did in that cam signing. And and, and Barkley being on the roster too, who's got the, Jalone, the Jake DeLome 17, by the way. He must be a big fan. But like to to get this much stability and promise mid season off guys that weren't on your team a month ago is just outstanding job. All right, last thing before we go, you have a message for me. You said from John Coleman, the most famous Panther of all time, jersey hanging in the entry when you come in uh, to the football facility. You said he wanted me to bring him something. Yes. Yeah, so two weeks ago, uh, every week um, when we play in Carolina, John's retired now, but he still works game day and when I have to go through an entrance, because it's still pretty, it's very regulated now with, with, with COVID. And so, you know, I go in and um, get to see John Coleman, and I do it on purpose. There's another entrance I can take, but I go in to see John Coleman because he just brightens up my day, and everybody knows the, the, the Panther uh, legend that he is. And so we gave each other a hug. We talked, and, and he said, look, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. And I said, no, John, you won't. I won't see you till after Thanksgiving because Jordan is going to do the Washington game. And he had a smile and he said, hey, you tell Jordan Gross, I expect something from that Gordon when he walks in the doors <laughs> on Sunday morning. So that's my man. John Coleman wants something from Little Buddy Farm when you All walk right. in the door on Sunday morning. So that's the message right. that John Coleman wants. Message delivered and it will, it will come to fruition for him. I got to figure what will travel well. I'll have to pick it tomorrow. Friday, I guess we were recording it could this on be a Thursday. Hat. It could be a, it could be a hat. It could be a shirt. No, I gotta do it right. You know? I gotta get him some maybe like a garden. I'm gonna have to bring like a a, a cooler as my carry on deal just for John Coleman. So I'll get it done. Thanks for the message, Jake. I will definitely do that. You enjoy another week off. It's gonna be a fun game. Obviously, I'll send you some pictures. I'm supposed to go on Saturday night to watch Steve Smith's son Boston play basketball. He's five ten and can dunk and can jump through the roof. Supposedly, I don't know where Basically. he gets it. 
I've seen video. Steve and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and you know the greatest thing about it? Boston still looks like he's 10. Oh, so, like, the upside to this kid is going to be unbelievable. But I saw a video of him just stealing a ball, and then, okay, he's going in for a layup, and he just jumps, and he's like, Steve, it just, he doesn't come down. And he stays up there, and he dunks it. I'm like, wait a minute, he's 10 years old. I mean, that's what he looks like. He's just a kid. So, (laughs) that's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about that next week. All right. Well, have a good one, Jake. Uh, This is the Jordan and Jake podcast brought to you by Ortho Carolina. And uh, I'll talk to you later, man. All right. Take care. Have a good call. So jealous.